Welcome to Uncontained, episode 146. I'm your host, Aaron Static Render, and on the show today, I speak with Nandez. As he returns to the show, you may remember him from episode 81. He's a rapper out of Compton, but with a twist, a positive twist. He refers to himself as a pro or a positive rap official. So we sit down, talk about his new singles that he's releasing, his upcoming album, how he got connected with a producer and recording artist in Russia, and much, much more. As you know, it's Christmas, and my question to you is, have you gotten uncontained merch for Christmas? Yes, uncontained t-shirts, coffee cups, you know, stickers, you name it, you can find it at uh, my store at tpublic.com. I have the link on my Facebook page as well. So go to uncontainedpod at facebook.com and you can find the link to the T Public store to hook up your family and friends with all your uncontained merchandise needs. Now, enough of the salesy crap. Let's get on with the show. But before, before we jump into the interview, I have one of those brand new singles that uh, Nandez has been releasing, and uh, you can expect a full album from him sometime during the summer. We'll get into that a little bit more during the interview. But this is his new single, Never Stop. I go, 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 I
How are you doing today, Nandez? Hey, yo, what's up, bro? How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. Thanks for joining me on the show. And um, it's been something like 60 episodes since you've been on. And uh, as we were talking a little bit before the show, you mentioned it was the birthday of hip-hop that I talked to you on last. So it's really cool having you back 61 episodes later. What have you been up to, dude? Man, bro, like, I've just been up to a whole host of different opportunities. Like, I've been working, writing, recording new songs. I just dropped a single called Never Stop last Friday that just hit a 1,000 streams on Spotify, so I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, that's awesome yeah man it got it got uh playlisted by spotify on an official spotify playlist so that's pretty dope um i connected with a russian producer and a russian artist out here out there in moscow and you know i've just been working with them wrote a couple songs for uh, the producer's artist featured on one of her songs that's going to be on her album that's on spotify apple music and itunes and everything so yeah, man, I've just been working. I, I started a YouTube channel where I do uh, weekly motivational videos that I call Saturday Motivation. Okay. I've just been out here trying to grind. I've just been out here working. I didn't know you had those videos. I would have checked them out before uh, before the show. So I'll have to check that out after the show. And just like everybody listening should do that as well. Um, one of my uh, past guests actually does quite a few of those. He's in the L.A. area. Kabir Singh. I know him, yeah. All right, you know Kabir? So he actually does a lot of the motivational videos. So I don't know, maybe maybe there's a collaboration in the future, possibly. But yeah, so speaking but speaking of collaborations, I like that little transition there. It's pretty smooth. <laughs> <laughs> you are working with somebody in Russia, like a producer in Russia, right? Yes, sir. How did that come about? So basically, I was on this Facebook group for SoundCloud artists and the producer, her name is Lana. And uh, she had a song for her artist called Under the Dome. And she felt like the rapper would fit perfect on the last bridge of the song. Yeah. So she went on the group and she asked for rappers to submit their music. And I just submitted it on a whim. Like I ain't, I didn't really think much of it. So I submitted it and like almost instantly she hit me up. And she was just like, you know, I think you'd fit perfect on this song. And we got to work on it. And, you know, knocked that song out. That song came out back in July. Okay. came out in July on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, wherever music is heard, like YouTube, anywhere you want to check it out. It's called Under the Dome by an artist named Stefania. Uh, her name is spelled S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-A. Featuring Hernandez, of course. Yeah. So uh, we dropped that song, and they asked me to write another song for her album that just came out a couple weeks ago called In High Demand. You can check that out as well. You know, we just had such a great working relationship and, and such great chemistry that she's actually producing my EP that is going to come out sometime in the summer of 2019. So it's pretty dope. 
That that is awesome, man. So, is there any Russian influence, or what influence is she bringing? Because I'm sure the stuff that she listens to over in Russia may be a little bit different than what you listen to here in California. So, is there anything influence-wise that has come across in your music since uh, starting to work with her? Well, the crazy thing is, is that she's a a huge fan of contemporary R&B. So, you know, it's not so much like she's listening to like a lot of Russian artists. Like we will talk about anywhere from Michael Jackson to Barry White to, you know, Janet Jackson, um, Whitney Houston, just whoever. She's really into like not old school R&B, but it's like, you know, the classic. You feel me? So, yeah, this I would say it really just reintroduced me to the music that I grew up listening to heavy. Like, you know, from when your parents play music. <laughs> I remember like riding with my dad in the car, listening to like the oldies and everything like that. Yeah, bro. <laughs> you know, with everything that goes on now, you can kind of not forget, but it's not as in your face as it was back then. So... Yeah, you know, it's kind of, I guess, like, one of my thoughts on it, too, like, from all the stuff that was, like, from the oldies that is played on the radio now, that's obviously the best of the oldies back there, you know? So you're hearing, like, the, almost the highlights, you know? Like, here, and I'm sure there was other crap that came out that nobody remembers, just like now. There's a lot of stuff that nobody remembers, but in, like, 20 years from now people will be listening and being like hearing all the hits from this time exactly so you know it'll be filtered out and stuff like that but also a lot of the good stuff doesn't always get the radio play sometimes it takes a while for it to blow up yeah definitely like i like to use the example of that lma boot up song they said they released that it was like in february of 2017 and it didn't really blow up until the summer of 2018. Wow. You know, it took almost, it took about a year and a half for it to really, you know, catch traction. Yeah, and it just takes, like, the right person hearing it to put it in front of the right right people, you know? <laughs> exactly, bro. And, you know, that's really all it takes. So, you know, I'm hoping that and working with, you know, Lana and her artist, Stefania, I'm hoping that it could really just kind of take me overseas like i was talking with uh me and my boy i'm eric jones who you had on the show a while back as well i was talking to him because we're trying to plan or put together a a overseas tour like we're trying to go overseas this summer and just you know really spread the movement that would be cool and uh it all started with a facebook message (laughs) So what it all started with, man, it's crazy. Facebook is crazy. Like, when you really think about it, I think they got, like, what, a billion users or something? That's, like, what, one-seventh of the world, world's population, something like that? So it's like, bro, like, man, it's it's crazy the opportunities that came out of it. Like, as a matter of fact, I recently, like, a couple of hours before you called, I just got off the phone with uh, somebody who they're developing a national radio show 
that they want me to come on in the next couple months that I met through Facebook. So, you know, Facebook is it's coming in. It's coming in the clutch for me real quick right now. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like social media can be great, man. Like I like I've been having a lot of luck with Facebook and like getting into the specific groups uh to find guests and stuff like that. And also um I've been liking Instagram lately as well. I've I've been seeing some results with Instagram. Oh yeah. And if um since Instagram and Facebook are connected you know, a lot of the, the contacts and a lot of the same things you get on Facebook, you can find on Instagram. So. Yeah, definitely. It says it's easy to post from Instagram to Facebook anyway. So, Exactly, man. Double, double time real quick, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You mentioned earlier that you got playlisted on Spotify. Um, was that something that just kind of like somebody heard your song and put it on, a, on one of the major playlists? Or did you have to... Did you have to do something to get get on the playlist? So, basically, what I did was is when I uploaded my song onto DistroKid, um, for Spotify, it's a website called Spotify for Artists. So, what you do is right before your song comes out, it's the upcoming release. You can submit it to the Spotify editors for them to review your music and place it in whatever playlist they feel like is is uh appropriate for your song okay so i submitted it you know you give a nice little write-up on what your song is about like you know never stop is about the relentless pursuit of your dreams and never giving up never stopping no matter what nobody tells you no matter what situations are in your way never stop never quit and that's basically what that song is about so you know i wrote that to the editors uh you know along with the song and and it ended up it ended up getting playlisted to this playlist called Flow Fast Twenty. It's a, a Christian hip hop playlist. And uh, yeah, man, like if it wasn't for that, because uh, I, I think that playlist drove like five or six hundred streams. The other half of the streams that hit a thousand was just for me hustling, um, you know, hitting up different influencers to have them post my song. Yeah. Or, you know, I just got posted on a couple Instagram pages today for the song. So, you know, just hustling, messaging people, getting, trying to get the word out there, you know. So, yeah, man. But as far as the playlists go, like, those are very, very beneficial when it comes to streaming platforms. Because, because uh, yeah, man, when you really think about it, most people prefer to just, turn on whatever playlist they love and just let it play all the way through. It's kind of like uh, the days of the mixtape CDs where you have a bunch of different uh, songs on one CD. Yeah, yeah, in a way it is uh, It is like a mixtape, and uh, but it's a mixtape that goes out in front of millions of people. Many, many people. <laughs> exactly. For real. All right, so you just released this new single, Never Stop, about a week ago today. And you got a thousand plays on that already from being playlisted. So, right now, are you in the mode of releasing singles, or are you releasing an album? Right now, I'm in the mode of releasing singles leading up to that EP that I told you was being produced by Lana out in Moscow. Okay. Yeah, man, I got a lot of cool stuff coming. 
since we last spoke, I got connected with a producer out here in LA named Willie B. If you're not familiar with Willie B, he does a lot of production for like TDE. He produced J. Cole, some, uh, some tracks on J. Cole's uh, 2014 Forest Hills Drive album. Okay. And, you know, he just, he's, you know, he's in a space where I'm trying to get to. So I got production from him. So the next single that I plan to release is a single called Be Happy featuring my homegirl Angela Kane. And that's produced by that dude, Willie B. Very and, uh, cool, man. Yeah, man. So I'm hoping off the strength of who's producing it, I can get on even more playlists on Spotify, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So are these singles that you're releasing that are leading up to the album, are they all singles that are going to be on the album or is it completely different stuff that's going to be on the album? It's going to be like completely different stuff produced from scratch by the uh, the producer Lana out, out in Moscow. Like we're, we're working on a completely different body of work. These are just songs that I really believe in, that I believe should get their individual uh, just due. So I'm pushing them individually so that they can get seen and heard individually instead of being on one project where they could probably get lost in translation. So I just wanted to do it that way. Um, the Never Stop video, that should be out uh, either at the end of next week or the, the like next Friday or at the very latest that next Monday. So, uh, you know, for every single I drop, I'm going to drop a video, push those on Spotify and just really try to, you know, give every song its shine because every song is different and every song is special. And I just want to celebrate, you know, all of the hard work that's been going on and all the different opportunities I've been given. Yeah, man, that the single by single keeps you relevant and keeps people like keeps new music coming your way, you know, and then like keeps that buzz going. So when you do release that album, yeah. you'll have that listening audience right there already built in. Yeah, you know, you are. It's like you already fed them appetizers. And now here come the main course, you know, so. <laughs> Dinner is served. Yes, sir. That's how, that's how. So you said you are making a music video for each of the singles that you're putting out, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. When the one for uh, Never Stops come out, you're going to have to let me know, and I will share that with the uncontained audience. I appreciate it, man. Of of course, man. Of course, I like to try to help uh, help promote uh, my guests, especially. So, appreciate it, man. Of course. So, before we move on here, when is this album coming out? Well, uh, right now it's slated for. I'm gonna try and get it out by the summer of 2019. I'm not sure exact dates yet, but okay, by the summer of 2019, I'm. All right, very cool. All right, so keep an eye on that. So, uh, Nandes, now you've been you've been working hard, pushing your music, getting it in front of people, making connections with people all the way over in Russia. Now, what would be something that um, you you've learned that you would like to share as advice for somebody who is looking to get into the rap, hip hop, R and B game? Thing that I've learned cliche as it may sound and super real is that 
you know, a attitude really does take you further than talent does. Um, it's true what they say when they say your attitude determines your latitude. You know, because I've gotten so many different opportunities and so many different, you know, for me, strength of, you know, they like me as a person or they like my, my attitude towards things. Like when things go wrong or, you know, when when things are less than, I guess, favorable. Yeah. Like I'm not really the type to, you should have your stuff together. You shouldn't be doing this. It's just kind of like, yo, man, you know, we just make this happen. We just, you know, um, however we could get it is how we could get it. Because I know at the end of the day, um, all of these are, are privileges. Like, you didn't have to allow me to come back on this show at the time. You know what I mean? And I'm sure had I been somebody who was, you know, for lack of a better word, rude or whatever. Yeah. You probably wouldn't have invited me back on, so... You know, luckily, I haven't really had anybody like that. You said you haven't really dealt with anybody like that? Not not on my show. Pretty much all my guests have actually been really cool to talk to, so I've been lucky like that. You haven't had anybody on your show that was, you know, rude or anything like that. And, you know, that's just because of the energy that you give off, you know, you don't invite that back. So well, I appreciate you know, that. Man, that's, that's why I, I think that's why you have anybody on your show that you know you wouldn't want to work with <clears throat> so basically that is you know check your attitude at the door and just be grateful for everything that you get man because it, it's not promise guaranteed nobody has to do anything for you and another thing that I would another piece of advice that I would give is to don't be afraid to step outside of the box don't be afraid to do the uncomfortable thing that could ultimately help put you on, you know, like on Instagram in the last, like maybe like two, three months, I've jumped up like maybe like three, 400 followers just because, you know, I was willing to do the marketing myself or, you know, I even designed my, uh, <laughs> the covers for my, for my, uh, my single to never stop single. Yeah. I designed, uh, you know, a couple of pictures on my Instagram that's doing really well right now. Um, I, as a matter of fact, my music videos, I edit those myself now. It's not something that I wanted to do, but, I mean, hey, it's either I'm going to do it or I'm going to have to wait for somebody to do it. And waiting for somebody to do something for you is never ideal. So, yeah. you know, just get out of your comfort zone and... You know, don't be afraid to do the hard work. Get out there and get dirty, man, because before we could live this lavish lifestyle of Jay-Z popping crystal bottles and all that <laughs> stuff, you know, we got to hustle first, you know what I mean? Like, Jay-Z, he was out on the corner, you know, he was out on the corners doing his, before he was popping those crystal bottles, you know, so I'm not saying that I don't condone what he was doing to get his money, before he blew up, but at the end of the day, hustle is a hustle. So, you know, he he wasn't lazy with what he was doing. He yeah, be lazy with, with, with what we're doing either. Yeah, those so, are both very yeah, valuable. Man, those are some of the, the. I think those are the biggest takeaways that 
I, uh, I've learned. And also, don't be afraid to ask for help. If you need help with something, I actually did a video on my Saturday motivation about that. Um, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help, man. Ask and you shall receive. A lot of the press that I've gotten for this song, Never Stop, came just because I DM people. Instagram and Facebook and emails out. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, and that's what caught my eye too. Like you were sending me that email. I appreciate. It. <sighs> I appreciate it, bro. Like it's just, it's a closed mouth don't get fed, man. So at the, at the end of the day, the worst thing somebody could do is tell you no, and if they tell you no, you on to the next one, on to the next one. Until somebody says yes, somebody's going to say yes. I like using an example of Jay-Z. Jay-Z is the biggest rapper where, you know, a lot of people regard him as wonderful. Hold on, you got really choppy, Nandez. You got really choppy there for a second. Independent label. You got really choppy there as far as, as, like, audio connection was going. So, um... You want to just you you start cutting off like right after I like to use Jay Z as an example. If you want to take it from there. Uh, all right, cool. Uh, all right, but yeah, man, I always use Jay Z as an example, and he's one of the greatest rappers ever, not just of our generation, but ever. And nobody wanted to sign Jay-Z for an artist. They own independently. This thing's cracking themselves. And it's just like, if they can do all that, why not us? You know? You just got to have the belief in yourself so much that no matter what anybody else tells you, you know, you know you're going to be straight. You know that the reason why I was so willing to talk to people is because I know that my song Never Stops will add value to somebody's life. But I just had this fitness uh fitness transformation coach i said her the music and i'm like yo never stop that's kind of a hype song you feel me like she can listen to that working out or yeah she's using it in her videos so i reached out to her about she's using it in her videos now stuff like that you no know? so for all the young artists out there trying to come up man it's just what we're trying to do for me as a rapper for you as a podcaster and I know you mentioned trying to get into like a voiceover where yeah, to do the unconventional career path and the things that uh, 90-95% of people might want to do but they're too afraid to do, you have to have a certain conviction about you. Like You have to have that conviction that no matter what, this is going to work, this is what it's going to be, this is what I have to do, you know, I might have to eat top ramen, you know, a couple days or whatever, a week. <laughs> You know what I mean? I might have to be uncomfortable, but at the end of the day, you know, the, the fruits of your labor and the rewards that you're going to reap are going to far outweigh that, you know, steak dinner that you might want right now. I mean, like, you know, you'd be able to get you a house with a personal chef who can make you steaks every day for three meals a day if you want. And that's what keeps me motivated. That's what, you know, the young artists need to understand, man. Like, at this point, it's not all glamorous. It's not... Like, I remember thinking... I know you played the song on the last uh, the last podcast, the Good Day song. I yeah. remember the day I recorded that song, I was thinking like, yo, I'm going to put this out in TDE or somebody going to hear it and they're going to sign me and it's going to be good. Didn't happen. 
like four or five years ago, and I'm still grinding. I'm still unsigned, but you know, like I didn't really. Uh, I don't think I really understood the amount of work and dedication this thing takes, man. Like I feel like you know, for people like us, me and you, who we're like building things brick by brick. Yeah, I feel like the foundation is being laid where no matter what, like. Nobody except God will be able to knock over the work that we're doing, be able to break our foundation. And I think God has us going through this because he wants the foundation to be strong. Like, we don't want to be... Uh, what was that one story? Uh, the three little pigs are huffing, are puffing, are blow your house down. Like, oh, we yeah. don't want to have careers like that. We want to have the careers like the brick house, not like the, uh, what was it, twigs or something. I don't know. yeah. My worst fear is I would never want to get on like with the music and I have to go back to working at the airport. And there's nothing wrong with working at the airport. I'm blessed to have this job, but it's not what I want to do. And like, I just want to be able to sustain myself doing what I want to do. Even if it is, you know, give me a hundred thousand dollars a year. I'll be happy. You feel me? Give me Give me $60,000 a year doing what I love. I'll be happy. I don't have to be a millionaire, although that would be nice. But, uh, <laughs> and, you know, that's what we're striving to get to. Like, we're not putting no caps, no limits, no ceilings on what we're trying to do. I'm saying, like, you know, <clears throat> like, I would never want to go back to something that I don't really enjoy doing. And, I mean, even as far as the music goes, I had a friend who... They made an interesting comparison. You know, they was telling me my boy D. Lou the Truth. Shout out my boy D. Lou the Truth. As a matter of fact, I'm going uh, to connect you two so you guys can talk. Uh, okay, he's another cool. rapper out of Compton that I went to high school with, played football with. And, you know, he got a project coming out soon, and I know he would love to speak with you. Awesome. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah, no doubt, man. We got to keep this whole circle, you know, we got to keep everything connected and just, you know, spread the message to everybody who we can, man. But uh, he was telling me that um, he was like, every night he prays for me to one day fulfill one of my dreams, which is to uh, write songs for Disney, like for the Disney movies and stuff like that. Because those songs, if you really think about it, they're like masterfully put together. Yeah. So, you know, I want to I wanna write songs for Disney. You know, I know everybody's hyped about the Lion King live action movie coming out. <laughs> I'm really more excited to see the Aladdin movie coming out in May of next year, the live action Aladdin. But like when you listen to those songs, I'm just like, yo, like I would really love to write on them. And being that my brand, my brand is something that is family friendly anyway. Yeah. Like it could very well happen. So I figure out how to make things happen in that way. Yeah, if it say like Ice Cube was doing like Disney songs back in the NWA days, you know, it wouldn't work out. Both sides would have problems with it. Even though Ice Cube is a is a great example of rebranding because oh, the kids definitely. now wouldn't even know he was hardcore artist back in the day. Uh, what's that movie? Uh, that uh. That one family movie, the movie where he, he has like a son or something like that, and they like go on a family trip. I forgot. I, but, uh, I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of the name of the movie either. 
But I don't know. Yeah, definitely, definitely rebranding, though. Yeah. I'll tell you that. And Snoop Dogg is an uh, example of rebranding. You know, uh, it's all kind of like hardcore, hardcore artists back in the day who rebranded themselves, and that's for they're still here now. Yeah, you got to adapt, uh, man. You know, at the end of the day, the, the long-term bag is in those type of things, man. Like, it's only so far you could go if everybody's afraid to play your music or if everybody's afraid to to take a chance on what you got going on. So, yeah, man. And another thing that I tell uh, young artists is just, you know, just be aware of who you are, man. Don't try to be what you think is cool or who, or who you think other people want you to be. Just be yourself. At the end of the day, you being yourself is going to resonate with the right people and those right people is going to help propel you to where you need to get to. And, uh, you know, because I started out trying to, you know, I'm from Compton. Coming from Compton, you know, I started out trying to rap the way that I heard other people rap. And at the end of the day, you know, it just didn't fit me. Like, I didn't feel right doing it. So, you know, I had to make that pivot and do what, you know, I felt like was more me. And that's the positive rap efficient, you know? That's awesome, man. The advice that you gave, uh, the three pieces of advice that you gave, work hard, don't be a jerk, and be yourself, they're all very simple sounding, but they make a world of difference. So that those are definitely things that Dude. artists should pay attention to. And let, let's transition on to the next uh, question here, Nandez. I know we kind of touched on it a little bit, but what are you doing to promote yourself right now? Well, right now, I know that they say that uh, self-promotion kind of has a stigma on it right now. But right now, I'm just mainly just like self-promoting the mess out of my songs, you know, like, like really just all over on Instagram, like searching relevant hashtags, trying to find different influences in my, in my niche. Uh, Facebook marketing. I've done Facebook marketing ads, Instagram story ads. Um, like I said, I started a channel about uh, motivation within this industry. Not a, not only just music though. Like it, it's really it's really universal in the fact that like it can apply to all walks of life. So yeah, um, I'm doing that, and uh, really just like putting my music out there through every avenue that I possibly can. Okay. All right. Very cool, man. So, um, trying to spread the word and hit as wide of audience as possible. You said that there's a little negative connotation to uh, self promoting. Is there a way you're going about promoting that you know might make it not seem as pushy or as self promoty? I guess if that's a real word. <laughs> Well, you know what it is? I think that the reason why it's a negative connotation on people who heavily self-promote is because a lot of the time they're in the mindset of gimme, 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 and not so much as giving love praise to receive it back. So what yeah. I've been doing is, like, let's say I want to hit somebody on Instagram, like a promoter, an influencer, or whatever. What I would do is, is I follow them for one, like their pictures, comment, engage with them, you know, uh, praise their work, let them know what I like. Genuinely, though, like I'm not making this stuff up. Like I would genuinely try to make a connection before I let them know 
what I got going on. Okay. You know I mean, because <clears throat> I don't know, man, like who likes, nobody really likes to feel like they're being sold something. But if you feel like it's like a, a genuine, like friend to friend type connection, or at least at the very least, a respectful connection, then people are more likely to, you know, give you a chance or, or even just listen to what you talk. So for me, I found that works a lot because, uh, yeah, like yesterday I posted a post on Instagram and I had like three or four rappers jump in my comments telling me about the type of music they do and all this and that. And I'm like, yo, like you on my post that's promoting my music, talking about your music, and you didn't say nothing about my music. Like, come on, bro. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, not going to make yeah. me listen to you because you're showing me you don't even care about what I have going on and you're in my, you're in my world, you're on my page. So yeah, definitely. I hear that. It's kind of the difference between having a conversation with somebody like being like, Hey, how's it going? Yeah, I do this. I do that. Uh, here's my music. Check it out. Uh, being on the, like the street corner yelling, like, get your music here, get your music. And like, uh, just like screaming, like step right up, take a listen. Hey, check out actually kind of like that uh, Dave Chappelle episode where he steps into the internet. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, I remember that. Like where he's inside the internet and everybody's trying to sell stuff. That's kind of what I was envisioning in my head right there. But that is definitely good advice for promotion as well. Make it a conversation instead of shouting at people. Yeah, the other end of those computer screens or phone screens are regular people like us. Yeah. They want to feel appreciated too. They want to feel love too, so if you could, if you allow them to feel the love that their hard work is not going in vain, they'll be way more likely to help you promote your hard work. And, you know, it could be a partnership, a collaboration, and that's really what it comes down to. Definitely, definitely. All right, man. What would be a, like, highlight or two that you would care to share with the uncontained audience? One highlight would definitely be uh, working with the, the Russian producer. Delana and her artist Stefania, uh, and being featured on her song "Under the Dome," which you can find on Spotify, iTunes, or uh, Apple Music, whatever. Uh, so just working with them is the highlight. Writing that song, uh, I also wrote for her called "In High Demand." You can also find on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music. Uh, her name is Stefania. That's you know those are that came at a time where. I was kind of unsure of, like, my abilities. Like, things were kind of going slow. Like, I wasn't really sure what was, like, if I was moving in the right direction or not. And, uh, yeah. you know, this confirmation, you know, I actually am. And, you know, another highlight that I experienced this past June, uh, I opened up a slum village in L.A. at the Viper Room. And, you know, that was an audience of, like, I like 500 people. Nice. Biggest show I've done so far. And, you know, some cool opportunities came from that as well. But, you know, just uh, just knowing that my career is steadily moving forward, I'm not being left behind or, or highlights that I'm really appreciative of. That's always a good sign. You don't want to feel like you're getting uh, left behind as uh, the industry's moving forward. That's kind of like talking about uh ice cube and snoop again being able to adapt to keep yourself fresh exactly like those are people who 
Those are people who, like, every generation knows something about it. Every generation got a different aspect of them. You know what I mean? So, like, like today's generation don't know about gin and juice. <laughs> and that's a damn shame. You know, but, like, that's just a... That's just an example of the rebranding and the adapting that he did. Like, Gin and Juice, as dope as it is, if it was a new song right now, I don't know how hot it would be. Like, I think it's hot because it's a classic. But if it came out now, like, is that the sound of music? Not not right now. No, so, it's not. I, I wonder how it would do know, right it's now. Like, like, all of those classic songs, bro, like, it's just like, in order to stay relevant, they had to adapt and with every adaptation they do better and better and better like snoop is getting snoop is getting these tv checks now man like i know he got, came uh, with martha stewart i forgot the name of the show but yeah you know he just got his star on the hollywood walk of fame like bro in 1992 who would ever think that he would get a star on the hollywood walk of fame who would Whatever thing Ice Cube's rebel persona in the 90s and the 80s, who would think he would get a, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? If <laughs> I know, not right? for them adapting and rebranding, you know? Definitely. Like, Ice Cube was one of the most feared rappers. How he got a, how he got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, man? <laughs> yeah. They're not just giving them, like, he had to do something great to stay relevant and, re- and change the way America perceived him. And, you know, that's the master class and, like, man, that's that's genius-level marketing and genius-level just, you know, being about your business, man. Definitely, man. And, like, it kind of almost contradicts what you said earlier, like, you have to be yourself, but you have to be, like, a chameleon and yourself at the same time, it seems. It's, like, kind of a tightrope wire act you have to do. I mean, you got to walk that thin line, man. You got to be yourself, but at the same time, it's also a business, so, mm-hmm. you know... Depending on how far you want to go in that, you have to appeal to you know, certain people. Like, like say, for instance, Drake. I don't believe Drake likes all the music that he makes. <laughs> but he's popular, and it makes sense to do that type of stuff. Because, like, when Drake first came out, I followed Drake when he first started. Like, he was one of my favorite rappers when, he, when I first heard about him. When He was still on Degrassi when I first heard about him in, like, 06. Drake wanted to be signed to Jay-Z. He wanted to be on Rockefeller Records. He was like he rapped and sounded like Jay Z and you know kind of like Little Brother and stuff like that. Okay. And uh, like he was like real hip hop. From there, I'm like, okay, this dude is a real hip hop head. Like he did interviews back in the day talking about crisscross and you know different rhyme schemes and stuff like that. So I'm like, I know dude is real hip hop, but you know at this point, does that really sell or does? Hotline Bling sell. Yeah. It's like, and since I left the city, like, I'm not, man, I I highly doubt he really, really likes that stuff. Like, he likes it because he did it, but I'm sure if he could just make all the money he's making straight rapping, I'm sure he'd do that too. Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. He likes it because of the paycheck. Basically, it just becomes artistry versus like comrades. Like, you know, you kind of got to choose where it's like, do I want to make money or do I want to stay true to the artistry? It just depends on, you know, whatever choice you make. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I know a lot of people do, like, uh, let's do one for me, two for them, or something like that. Like, do something that I like and can get behind and then do something 
for the corporate entities that want to be able to sell it and you know make a profit off of it that way you can still feel fulfilled creatively and then also fulfilled financially as well but once again it's a tight tight line but um so i only got a couple more questions left for you nandez before we get out of here tonight all right let's go one of those is what do you want your audience to take away from your performance what do you want them to remember or feel like when I do a, a live show? When they see you live or if they like click on one of your new singles on Spotify and listen to it, is there a certain feeling you want them to take away? Okay. Uh, yeah, man, I just want them to feel like, you know, your boy gave everything that I had. Like, I just want them to feel like, you know, I genuinely care about you know, inspiring them and, and making them feel loved and wanted and and just, you know, just giving them every last piece of me to help enhance their life or whatever they're going through. That's really what I want, you know, people to take away. I get off stage at shows, like, barely being able to talk because I, I went so hard. You know, I want people to feel that. I want people to feel that energy. Okay. That's really the main thing I want people to take away from me. Gotcha, gotcha. So you want the audience to know that you left it all on stage, right? Left it all out there for them. All right, perfect, man. So um, it's been awesome talking to you again. I look forward to hearing the new album um, with the Russian connection uh, going on, this, coming out in the summer of 2019. I've got one final question for you, and that is a title question of the show. Nandez, how do you live uncontained? Yo, man, <clears throat> I live uncontained just by my unshakable faith. My unshakable faith that no matter what happens, no matter... What obstacles stand in my way? God got me, and I believe with all of my heart, with everything in me, with every, fi- with every fiber of my being, that everything is going to be okay. You know, no matter what happens, we all have a purpose. We all have something that's meant for us. And as long as you stand firm and believe and in your faith, everything will fall into place, man. So I live uncontained. And the aspect of, you know, I just firmly believe that at this point in time right now, I'm supposed to educate, entertain, inspire, and just overall help change as many lives as I possibly can. Because after all, that's exactly why I got into this thing to begin with. You know, I want to inspire and I want to help change lives, so. That's how I live on That That's amazing, man. That's amazing. I, I like that. I like that answer. You want to inspire. No, you want to inspire and change lives and uh, do it through music. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. All right, man. So I got one final thing for you to do. I have all my guests do it. Yeah. Will you do me the honor of signing off the show tonight, Nandez? Hey, yo, man. I want to thank you for allowing me to uh, be a guest on a podcast. Of course, and... man. Yeah, man, I want to thank you for allowing me to be on your show for the second time. I really appreciate it. Of course, man. Thanks for coming back.
And with that being said, hey, yo, what's up? This is your boy Nandez, and I live uncontained.